0: Welcome to the podcast of MotorWeek, television's original automotive magazine. MotorWeek is made possible by Cars.com. Here's your MotorWeek podcast host, John Davis. Well, hello and welcome to MotorWeek's ninth podcast. We'd love to have you with us again. And surrounding our table here in uh, Studio C is our road test producer, Brian Robinson. How's it going? Our writer Shami Choxi. Hello, everybody. And our associate producer, no relation to me, Ben Davis. Hello. Uh, we're going to do something a little bit different this time. Our panelists are going to give their impressions on our 2009 MotorWeek Drivers' Choice Award winners that we just awarded at the 2009 Chicago Auto Show. Uh, a, a little bit on the voting process. Um, Basically, the staff gets together uh, in uh, early December. We look at all of the vehicles we've tested for the previous year, which is about 150 or so passed through our our portals. Uh, We narrow it down to the best vehicles and different classes that we like to drive. And then we basically fight it out until we come out with a list. Now, we're looking for vehicles that are above average. They have superior performance. Uh, Better than average fuel efficiency, uh, lots of technology, but really practicality, value for the dollar, and just we enjoy driving them. That's why we call it the Driver's Choice Awards uh, are the top priorities. So with that said, let's get started, and this is going to be a little bit of a free-for-all. Our first category we're going to talk about is Best Small Car, and the second generation Honda Fit has won that award, just like the first generation Honda Fit won the award.
1: keep
2: a good man down.
1: Yeah, I'm a big fan of the fit. Uh, Interiors, a lot of uh, neat tricks with the seats. Very practical and surprisingly uh, fun to drive for a little econobox. Yeah, it's
3: it's really sporty. Um, It's sportier than it was before. It was already sporty. Now it's even sportier, and it's really roomy from the inside. It blows my mind how much room is inside this little thing.
0: If someone's got the first-generation fit, do you think they ought to run out and buy the second generation?
2: Only if they want to have two. (laughs) (laughs)
0: There isn't that much. It's an evolutionary. Correct. It's got a little more room.
2: It's uh, it's a little bigger.
0: But as a small car, I think it's tough to beat.
2: It's glad to see that it's so sporty and everything. It's good to have a sporty, youthful choice in that uh, category. And price range.
0: And that brings us to our next category, best family sedan. You know, this is a crowded one. You've got cars out there like the Accord and Camry. But this year, our award goes to the Mazda 6.
3: It's three grand less than the Accord and more fun to drive. I mean, that's... The, there's the pitch right there
0: now they've made it bigger so it's actually got the room inside of its competition Correct.
3: And
1: and especially the trunk the trunk is enormous yep. it
2: and it's a sporty comp it's a sporty fit behind the driver's seat too it's nice and um, cockpity. zoom zoom feel
1: and you know when
0: you see it you know what it is it doesn't look like a cookie cookie cutter sedan no yep. great choice Our best minivan, this is a repeat winner, Dodge Grand Caravan, Chrysler Town & Country. What do you say about the latest edition of vehicles that basically invented the category?
2: I could drive in one for the rest of my life and be completely happy. You have that much stuff? Uh, I've got tons (laughs) of stuff. They've yeah. got
0: some pretty interesting innovations I mean you know we all know about the stow and go seating there's the swiveling go uh, there's the the dual DVD screen satellite system
3: TVs. satellite TV mm-hmm. I mean And, it, you know nobody says this but it's a really refined drive it's super comfortable I mean i I don't I feel like I'm just kind of lounging in my living room when I drive this thing exactly how I feel yeah it's really just sometimes you almost I almost get lazy I don't even dress I just keep my pajamas on <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're getting too much information here. All right, best convertible. Now, I hope you're fully clothed for, or maybe not fully clothed for this one. Uh, The best convertible, the BMW 1 Series convertible.
1: Yeah, it's a BMW. It drives like a BMW. Kind of getting back to the spirit of early BMWs. It's just small. That's a super cool car. Yeah.
0: And it also has a cloth top. So uh, it basically, you know, you don't have all that mechanism of the hard tops that are becoming so popular. I kind of thought that was refreshing. Also,
1: the leather seats have like a, uh, what they call a sunproof coating or something that keeps them from getting hot and feeling the top down and the sun's up.
3: Wow. Um, uh, And there's not, and as far as wind buffeting goes, it's pretty non-existent. So, I mean, you're not. You can actually enjoy the ride.
0: Yeah, to me, when you think about a, a convertible being kind of a, a head-turning little car, you know, I'm not sure you've got to go spend zillions of dollars for one, and the One Series makes a lot of sense. It's Plus,
2: re- refreshing to have a, a different choice other than the Mini in this category, too, for a, a quick, uh, snappy little compact, sporty convertible. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Our best luxury sedan. This vehicle's taken uh, a lot of people by storm. Uh, the Hyundai Genesis. We have one now in our long-term fleet what's your comments
3: I mean I think we were all surprised to be voting for a Hyundai in this category so that kind of blew our minds to begin with but I mean there's I don't think there's any dispute that the car is premium and it's up there with everything else just ten or twenty thousand dollars less
0: it's kind of the Lexus formula all over again. You know, build a car that's superior in almost every aspect as far as what the customer touches, you know, the, the
1: fit, the feel, and so forth. And then price it a whole bunch less than everybody yeah, you else. You did a great job with it. Some people, including myself, you know, you're skeptical. You just don't want to believe it. But you spend some time, and the more time you spend in it, the more you realize it's an incredible job.
2: It's been hard to ignore Hyundai and their uh, incredible uh Improvements that they've had over the last couple of years. I wasn't surprised at all that the uh, Genesis was going to be a great car. I thought the Veracruz was an incredible uh, vehicle. Mm-hmm.
0: And speaking of someone else that's probably producing a vehicle that no one a few years ago would have guessed might have happened, our best sports sedan, not to a European, not to an Asian company, but to Cadillac again for their CTS, but this year with the new CTS-V added to it.
3: Takeoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. C T S V is awesome. <laughs> it blew me out of my seat. It really did.
0: You know, just like the first generation when we just finished a week at a racetrack with a CTS-V, and I don't think we've ever had a domestic sedan before the CTS-V that you could take down and run the heck out of it for three days and still go to dinner and it hasn't lost anything.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a sledgehammer.
0: Now, you guys actually did most of the uh, – you have spent a lot of time in the CTSV. I know, Brian,
1: you did. Any – what about – what's it like on the track? It feels great on the track. I mean, it's super flat. I mean, everyone's going to compare it to an M5, and uh, I think you, way cheaper than the M5, and it's going to handle right there with it.
0: You know, a car that we wanted to make sure did not get overlooked this year is the winner of our best Sport Coupe class, and that's the Audi A5 S5. Besides the fact that it's probably one of the most beautiful cars on the road today, what, what turns you on about it?
3: I mean, it's a great balance of luxury and performance. I mean, I was going to say exactly that, though. It's one of the most gorgeous cars on the road, and that in itself you know, does it for me. But um, It's
2: not only beautiful on the outside, though, guys. It's beautiful on the inside, too. <laughs>
3: I agree. I agree. And we need to look at the inside.
0: The interior is, has got a, a level of uh, luxury and quality, and, and I guess this upscale appearance, it seems to be new to Audi. They've always had nice interiors, but this seems to be a new benchmark. And they're, they're very unique as well. But on the road, what a great handling machine. Absolutely. Our best performance car. A lot of people aren't won't be surprised by this because it is kind of the most talked-about supercar of the year, and that's the Nissan GT-R. Um, are we awed by this like everybody else? It's
2: like seeing a unicorn.
0: <laughs> 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 Expand on that, Ben.
2: Well, I mean, you've seen it so many times in, in books and uh, magazines and stuff, but still, when you see it in person, it's it's majestic.
3: It's uh,
2: It takes you back for a couple of seconds. I don't
3: know if if I'm more in awe with the sheer power and its performance or just the bang for the buck. Because that in itself is, you know, it's unprecedented. It really does pretty much outperform
0: everything that costs
1: twice as much. Or at
0: least has twice as much of a sticker price. You
1: get in it and you know it's going to be fast, you know it's going to handle well, but then it still impresses you more on top of that.
0: A vehicle that basically is getting a lot of publicity and actually is one of the reasons that uh, its brand is actually bucking the current trend in sales and is up is our best small utility winner, the Subaru Forester. Now, a vehicle you don't always think about, but boy, is it doing well, and it's uh, a winner for us.
2: Absolutely, I'm a huge Subaru fan, <clears throat> and um, I, I love the Forester. There's not a whole lot I can say. I just, I love it. It's
3: the perfect size. Great engine. The ride's great. Tru- it has more truck-like styling, too, so it's, it just has a bigger presence. It's a beefy it. stance. Yeah, yeah, and
0: yet it's it's uh, good on gas, and it's a crossover utility, so it, it fits the, the concerns. I think it's, t- uh, it's high 20s. And it'll, it'll, as it'll
2: as get you through anything you, uh, Mother Nature can throw at you.
0: Large utility. Our winner this year is the new Honda Pilot. Speaking of uh, looking more truck-like, uh, it certainly does.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think we were, what else were we looking at in this category, the flex and the traverse, and this thing matches the flex in towing and the traverse in seating capacity. It's is the best of both worlds.
0: Yeah, the traverse along with uh, Enclave and such have been our winners the last couple years, but the, the pilot seems to be going in a little different direction. They're, they almost like they want to do a throwback look, but they still want to give the high mileage and the interior space utilization that, you know, is famous for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think... You know the ride surprised me. It's more truck-like than car-like, but there are a lot of people that want that. Mm-hmm. They base and it still can go just about anywhere. Yep. All right, moving right along. This one surprised uh, quite a few people when we announced it. Our best pickup truck winner, uh, Dodge Ram fifteen hundred. Why?
1: Oh, uh, it's got a great ride. It's got a lot of trick features like the Ram box. It's a beast.
2: The ride beast. is incredible. I mean, compared to the other trucks in the in the category on uh, for an everyday dealing with basis uh, even if you're really using it it's um much smoother ride much more comfortable to be that's around that's from
0: the coil spring rear suspension which nobody's really tried in a generation
3: for me i mean it's really maneuverable the the steering was effortless too so i mean i know the ride was a big deal but you know, handling too on this truck.
0: And it doesn't give up much in, uh, if anything, in capabilities. I think the towing limit's over 9,000 pounds and it still can haul about 1,800 pounds. That's a yep. tough
1: category. All the full-size pickup trucks are awesome.
0: But it's they've done something different. The interior too. We've been talking a lot about interiors. Huge improvement for a Chrysler vehicle. Yeah, upscale. Very yeah. upscale. Uh, our best Eco-friendly. It's not a hybrid. Uh, it's a diesel. The Volkswagen Jetta TDI. Surprise or not?
2: I'm not surprised. No, I had an incredible amount of fun in this car. It's one of the one of the uh, one of the few cars my money would go to today if I had to buy a new car.
3: Yeah, yeah I mean, it's a diesel. It's the next. You know, it's, uh, you're getting the efficiency of a hybrid. It's torquey. It's a really fun drive. And um, you know, for people who people who want a diesel and then don't want to deal with the the blue fluid issue of it, that's gone too. Yeah. So.
0: And our best dream machines to round out our normal categories, uh, the Chevrolet Corvette ZR1 and the Ferrari California. Let's talk about the ZR1 first, another supercar. Awesome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a guided missile. Fastest VET ever. Not yeah. like
0: any other VET ever, though. It's, it's amazingly refined, even with all those other performance accolades. Uh, Ferrari California, a modern rendition of the 250 GT.
3: That's beautiful looking. I know that. You know, yeah, how do you not pick a hard top, retractable hardtop Ferrari? I mean, it's in this category. And the, the wait list is out to 2011. That's yeah. going to tell you something.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And there you go. What we do with that, we won a lottery. Now, our best of the year is one vehicle that we select from all of these. And that was the big news in Chicago because this year we picked... Is our best of the year for our Week Drivers' Choice Awards the Volkswagen Jetta TDI, the first <laughs> diesel we've ever picked? For wow. our top of winners. What do you get in that vehicle? I mean, we've now said this transcends everything else. What does it represent? You get hybrid fuel economy without the hybrid price,
2: basically,
3: and power. Yeah, without the, lots uh, of power. Yeah, plenty of power. Plenty of fun to drive. It gives mm. you. It gives everything It gives. I mean, it's totally, uh, on all fronts, it's giving you something.
0: Good room, fun to drive, which is a big deal for us, and, you know, 40-plus mile per gallon yeah, fuel Yeah, and even economy. The,
3: uh, above that, the jet
1: itself just feels way more upscale than anything else in that class. Yeah.
0: And that's our list for our 2009 Motory <clears throat> Drivers' Choice Awards, and uh, it's a pretty hard good one, if I should say myself. I want to thank Brian Robinson, Shami Choksi, and Ben Davis for being around the uh, table with me You're today. welcome, John. <laughs> Wait for your cue. And uh, also in the back, we want to thank Jim Bigwood, our audio engineer, who makes this all possible, along with Bob Mixter, who was the creator of the podcast, and our producer, Michelle Parker, who brought in some... Uh fattening candy for us to get sweet on this morning. I'm John Davis, and uh, Davis, that is, and thanks very much for joining us for our MotorWeek podcast, and we hope you'll hear us here again soon. You have been listening to the podcast of MotorWeek, television's original automotive magazine. MotorWeek is made possible by cars.com. For additional information on podcasts, videos, and showtimes, visit our website at motorweek.org. And watch MotorWeek, television's longest-running automotive magazine series each week on your local PBS station.